What's going on, everybody? Danny with the sour face. What'd you drink? Scotch? No, I got smoke <laughs> in my eye. Oh, all I seen is I start the show and it's. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. Hi. Hello. I got your clock radio. <laughs> Right. <laughs> I hope everybody had a good week out there. I uh, hope everybody's staying safe. Hope everybody's enjoying. Uh, I would say baseball because that's the that's the thing that's popping off right now. Uh, we have what? How many days, Danny? Three days until that trade deadline is up. Yeah, Tuesday six o'clock. Tuesday at six o'clock. <coughs> All right, so we're gonna hit you with these standings real quick, and then we'll launch into our topics. Uh, I guess I'll start it off. Uh, American League, you have the AL East, the Yankees, 68-33, but they just got their ass smacked by the Mets. Um, Blue Jays at 55-45, so they're, they're, they're getting themselves back on track. I mean, it's, it just sucks because the Yankees built such of a lead that anybody in the East is essentially going to be a fucking wild card. Yeah, but honestly, as as hot as the Yankees have been, and as you know, as good of a start that they got out to, and they've been riding that wave all year, even if any one of those teams got out to a slightly better start, they'd, they'd still be at least seven or eight games back, so, which was is kind of better. Yeah. But but still, it, it's really hard. It's 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 no. Yeah, no it's, one was it, no, one, no one's going to take year. that division from them this year. Um. You have the Rays, fifty-three and forty-seven. Uh, the Orioles, fifty-one and forty-nine, man. I, you know, can we just? I I gotta give them that that you know, that round of applause right there. I'll, sa- I'll save that for Seattle. <laughs> yeah, the Red Sox at fifty and fifty-one. So now, Danny, out of all the teams this year, Madden, uh, Philly firing Joe Girardi, you know, and we're, you know we're kind of like on the like on the fence, like why would you fire these guys? You know what I mean? I'm sorry, it's time to fire that manager in Boston, Alex Cora, right? Um, Is that, I believe that's his name? Yeah. <sighs> yeah, I'm sorry. I wouldn't say it's time to fire him because I just don't see Boston doing that at this point. But I will say this, if he's still managing this team next year, which is a little iffy because I definitely think he's on the hot seat, he's going to have a very short leash. You know, if they come out and he, if he's with the team next year and he's the manager... That short leash is going to be within that first month. If they come out to and go like ten and seventeen or some shit in that first month or whatever it is, ten and whatever, then they'll pull the plug. Well, see, the only reason why I say that is is because I understand it's not all on the manager. It's about how the players play and right? how the players take to the manager. And you yeah. know, maybe it's the hitting coach. You know, it's the pitching. You know, it's is there's a number of there's things. more than one guy on the team, team and coaches. So yes. so. But from from my perspective, it, it's it, I'm thinking of it like this, like you know, hey, if they were fifty and fifty one, and it just it's not going their way this year, okay, he'll have a shorter leash next year. The way they're losing this year is is embarrassing. Yeah, the way they lost to uh, uh, Toronto last week or whatever it was when they lost twenty seven to three. Or... Oh my god, that was three or four weeks ago. But that, it's just like really that long ago? Yeah, no. about three, about two, three weeks ago. Yeah, because that was before the All Star break. The All Star break is about two weeks behind us. That was really before the All Star break. Mm-hmm. Damn, time is flying. And it's it's it. Well, they're throwing the ball all over the yard. They and, and not in a good way. <laughs> you know, they uh, they're 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 just 
they don't look fundamentally sound right now. They really don't. You know, their their pitching has some issues. You know, I mean, it's like that. It's like that scene from. Uh, granted, you know, it was just a movie, but it's like that scene from uh, minor league back to the majors mm-hmm. when the owner and the and the minor league coach they're talking. He's like, so baseball is a concern for how many of your guys? Fourteen, maybe. You know, like Bogarts is going to be a free agent next year. Devers is most likely going to be a free agent next year. So this team's going to look different, I think, going into next year for sure. You know, what's Chris Sale going to be? You know, he came back from being hurt, and then he got fucking hit on the hand, and now he's back on the DL. That's that's I feel bad for him. That sucks. You know, they're probably going to trade J.D. Martinez. You know, they might trade, you know, a couple of other lesser guys. and The team's going to look different next year. Yeah, so then I, I don't see Altscore being there then. All right, so the AL Central, the Minnesota Twins, fifty-two and forty-seven. They're up one game on the Cleveland Indians, fifty-one and forty-eight. The White Sox, they're still there. They're still hanging on by a thin thread, but yeah. Out, out of all American League teams, and especially any American League team that's still in the hunt, kind of, they have the easiest schedule from here on out. Really. Yeah, I was look. Uh, I was looking at it last night when I was watching. I think the Astros game, and yeah. So how right. they how they play from here on out is. Well, they got they got a uh, sixty three games. So if they can go forty three and twenty, they may mm-hmm. they may jump themselves into the uh, into the playoffs. I mean, damn, that's kind of a stretch. I mean, that's that's making them a ninety two win team. I don't think they're a ninety two win team. I really don't. 85 to 87, yeah. You know, maybe get that last wild card, possibly. But you still got the Guardians there, and if they overtake the Twins, the Twins are going to be right there. You got the Yankees, well, you got the Blue Jays, the Rays, maybe even Baltimore. Yeah. And then there's still a whole other division out west. Well, I mean, I- I'm gonna I'm gonna go over their record, but I mean, there's there's no point. Uh, Tigers 41 and 60. The Royals 31, 39 and sixty one. Eh. Uh, and and onto the onto the Royals, they played the Yankees what last night and uh, what Judge hit a grand slam that he robbed somebody of a home run or vice versa, but he did both. Right. And uh, everybody's celebrating. Oh, Judge, guys, come off it. I'm gonna repeat their record again. Thirty nine and sixty one. You beat a team that you're supposed, supposed to, to beat. beat. Like stop. Yes, he hit a home run. Oh, raise the roof. It, it wasn't until about the seventh fucking inning you guys fucking came back. You guys were losing. Both game. Oh, uh, no. Uh, yeah, last I, night. They were I losing 4 nothing. I think they lost Thursday night. No, nah, they won. Judge hit Did a walk-off. Oh, that's right. The one nothing game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, and this is my thing. Like, when I watched that first game, I'm like, yo, what's going on with the Yankees? This is Kansas City. <laughs> and, and we're walking them off? It's like it's like you got a thirty-nine-year-old player that's that's on his way out the door, and he's a pinch hitter. He comes in, and he pinch hits, and he gets a fucking CNI single. Oh, and you're going crazy over exactly. Like... All right, so I'll move to the West, which this division is is I, I like it, especially with uh, the Mariners making that move. All right, so the Astros sixty-six and thirty-five. The Mariners are twelve games behind at fifty-four and forty-seven. Then it's the Rangers at 45-54, the Angels at 42-58, and the Oakland Athletics at 39-63. and 63. But big ups to the Oakland Athletics. 
They swept the Houston Astros. And the Houston Astros should be lucky that Oakland is not going to be in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, it's not those years every time the uh, Angels would make the playoffs. They beat the Yankees in the first round. Remember that a couple years ago? Go back about 10 years ago. The uh, the Angels had the Yankees number. Yeah. Oh, yeah. With uh, Who was their closer? Francisco something. He always had the shades on. I, I remember his first name. I don't remember. I think he's Al, Francisco Alvarez, maybe. No, maybe Fra- not. Not not Frankie Rodriguez. I don't think. Cause I don't. No. Yeah. 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 I think it that is. was Fra- Frankie yeah. Rodriguez. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They okay. couldn't. They couldn't touch him if they had a fucking uh, a fucking pole up there. <laughs> yeah, and then, and then he goes to the Mets and fucking disappears. Hey, times have changed, my friend. It's not yes. like that anymore. I'm just saying. <laughs> But like you, like you with the Orioles before, let's go Seattle. Absolutely. Let's go Seattle. I'm sorry, everybody. I'm dying over here. No, but I, I, I applaud the Mariners, too. And and then, then the move to go get Luis Castillo last night, that's yep. just, that's a solid move now to their pitching staff. They're, they're going to – they're buying in by those I, trades. They're I, buying I, in. Yes, I agree. You know, you don't give up three of your five top prospects – you know, well, I mean, he is a proven player. Yeah, I just don't feel that he. I'm not saying he's not good. I just don't feel he's worth three of your top five prospects. All right, but let's look at it like this from from this point of view, though. You could have probably given up. I get it. You, you like you said, this is them going all in for it, and I agree. But you know, you could have probably given up a little bit lesser and maybe got someone like Frankie Montas from uh, Oakland. Yeah, but we know. Castillo is the better player. Yeah, which is why I'm saying, you know, which is why they, they felt it was worth it to do that and buy all in and, and, and go for yeah, Gusto. But, I mean, look, at Luis Castillo has only played for the Reds, right? Yeah. Okay. So, let's, for the sake of it, put him on Seattle. He's going to get run support now. He's, yeah. So, his stats are probably going to improve. Unless he just implodes... Then, no, no, no. Where, then anybody the... that plays for Cincinnati would have imploded already. So you don't even have to worry about that. Wow. <laughs> now, if he was going from Cincinnati to Kansas City, that's now implosion may no, come. But I'm, but I'm saying as far as just him pitching-wise, like if he would have just imploded, whatever the offense does is not going to make a difference regardless. Yeah. Like, you know, like you can pitch your ass off, but if the team can't score – you're wasting all all these good starts for what? Yeah. You know, it's so, but I like the move, definitely. I love that move. I mean, because a lot of teams were high on him. The Yankees were talking, trying to get him. Um, the Mets were even still put, uh, potential. Uh, yeah, kicking the idea and, around. Yep. You know, he definitely was a wanted commodity, uh, uh-huh. 100%. He was I, the top pitcher out there. Yeah, so, I mean, big ups to the Mariners, man. I, I can't wait. I hope everything plays out for them for the rest of the year and they lock in a wild card spot because uh, I want to see them knock somebody out that first round and, and fucking go to that next round. Yeah, definitely. All right, so hit us with them National League standings, Denny. All righty, so the Brewers are in first. They got a three-game lead over the Cardinals. They're 56-44. and 44. Wait, wait, not to cut you off. You know what's funny? I didn't know. What? Uh, Arnato and somebody else on the Cardinals is unvaccinated. Goldschmidt. Goldschmidt. Isn't that now? 
if the Cardinals have to go to Toronto to play in the World Series, hypothetically, hypothetically, uh, that's going to leave them without their two best bats and potentially a seven-game series. Yes. So I mean, they just got the, they they got the shit kicked out of them the other night when they were in Toronto because they didn't have Arnado and Goldschmidt. You know, if it was like a reliever and a and a bench player, then it's like ah. Eh. That's really not going to make so much of a difference. But two right. of your biggest bats? Eesh. Yeah, that's that's no bueno. But, you know, you, have, you know, as far as the player and the person's choices, you know, you have to respect it. And you just have to find a way to make adjustments and just hope that you guys pitch can a hell of a lot better than you're... I'm not saying you're pitching bad now, but I'm saying you're going to probably definitely have to step it up a notch. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, so... You had the Cardinals, and then what? Yeah, the Cardinals, they're in second there, 53 and 47. The Cubs, they're 41 and 58. The Pirates are 40 and 60, and the Reds are 38 and 61. In the NL East, the Mets, they got a three-game lead over Atlanta. They're 62 and 37. The Braves, they're 60 and 41. Phillies, 53 and 47, the Marlins 47 and 53, and the Nationals still with the worst record in baseball at 34 and 67. Dodgers in the West, they're in first. They got a 12 game lead over the Padres. They're 62 and uh, 67 and 32. The Padres are 56 and 45. The Giants are 49 and 51. Diamondbacks 45 and 54, and the Rockies are 45 and 46. Motherfucker. Hey, there's still a chance you won't finish in last this hey, but... year, though, at least. Oh, no! It's stuck again! <laughs> I, I really don't see... I really don't see when you guys are going to fucking climb out of the basement. I mean, and, and as long as the Dodgers are sustaining this success and, you know, the ability to go out there and get players and, you know, drafting well and all that stuff and yeah, the Padres... It's kind of hard to build, you know, to build yourself up and get yourself out of the basement when your team doesn't have any belief in you. And I'm talking about the the front office to the point where we are a scout team for the rest of the league. Because if if you take all the pieces that we've given away in the past ten years and put them back, where we should be competing for a World Series. You're you're definitely a contender. No doubt about it. Arnado story. Uh, DJ LeMayhew, Ian Desmond, Ian Blackman. Desmond. Bla- well, Blackman's still there. Um, yeah, but you know, yeah. Blackman five six years ago to Blackman now. You know, Blackman five six years ago was a fucking problem. You know, he was. Uh, I think he was definitely uh, in the MVP race a couple of times. I'm not saying second or third, but you know, he was definitely in the top ten race. And but yeah. Yeah, we've given up a, a, a lot of talent. So, I mean, I know you, what we were talking about off-air is about C.J. Crone. Like, why not get rid of him? You know, he's kind of older. We're not competing for nothing. Is is That's like, uh, for the first time, it's like, yeah, we got it right. <laughs> I, I mean, I get it. You guys, essentially, in a way, still kind of have to sell tickets. Uh, yeah, I mean Blackman's not going to be there for much longer, and that's our. That's why we don't. That's why they haven't traded him or got rid of him, is because he's yeah, the one that puts the puts the people in the fucking the stands. Yeah, but you guys, I'm ninety eight 
0.9% shorter. You guys are not going to be good next year. So essentially, you're going to be trading him off at this time next year as a rental for a prospect or two. When essentially, you can kind of start that early and maybe get a tad bit more from him this year because he'll still have one year of control left. Yeah, but it's, it's but for the life of me, I don't know what they're doing in Denver. They're so high up in the clouds smoking that shit, bro. <laughs> yeah, but see, like, even if I had Michael Jordan tell the Rockies, stop it, get some help, they're not gonna listen. Still, yeah, it's still not gonna matter. No. I mean, it's not like you know, out of nowhere, they're gonna be like, yeah, this is big brain time. Never. I mean, they're never going to do it. It's just, I've seen it one time in my life. And that was when they played Boston. And Boston beat the ever-loving shit out of them. Since then, we've been... That's it. That is it. All right, so... I mean, we still got Tuesday, so we have one, two, three. We have three days, essentially, until that... uh, that whole trading uh, trade deadline. Trade deadline, 6 p.m., yeah. So there's still moves that are going to come. Uh, the Yankees, they traded for, uh, what is it, Benintendi? Andrew Benintendi, yeah. He's a, they, he, having a solid year with Kansas City. You know, I mean, I, he, he, he was really their best guy. Yeah. You know, I mean, they had a couple of, they met, you know, um, what's that infielder's name? Fuck. Um, uh, uh, Whitfield or Weatherspoon or whatever the fuck his name is, I'm, I forget. I'm sorry, like I like. Oh no, no, Merrifield. Merrifield. Yeah, yeah. All right, you know, all right, all right. you know, but it's. Uh, you know the uh, so now with the Mariners making that trade, I feel like if he does get traded, the Padres, Cardinals, and Dodgers are definitely the front runners for Soto. But be it that he still has two years of control left, that opens up the door for other teams. To make a trade for him, yeah. see what they can do in the offseason and see the kind of team they can put around him and go for it. And then, worst case scenario, at the trade deadline two years from now, trade him. Well, you know, and then because you'll st- you'll still get a boatload of shit in return for him because yeah. he'll still only be 24 going on 25 or whatever it is. You know, granted, he'll only he'll literally only be a rental at that time. But we've seen teams in the past give up a lot for rentals. Yeah, well, yeah, well, because he's just a rental, and they're trying to make a run. That's all. That's all. That that's why they do it. Yeah. Um. I mean, with them getting Benintendi, the Yankees getting Benintendi, that puts them out of the race. For I, Soto. I yeah, that puts them out of the race for Soto. You know, what I mean. So they're they're essentially going to be looking at, uh, pitching. That's going to be vital. They need they need more pitchers. Uh, starting pitchers, you know what I mean? Their bullpen is shaky. It, it's okay. It's not the worst. Honestly, if I'm a contender at this point in the year, aside from the other needs, the one need I'm always looking at is more pitching. Yeah. If you get deep into October, you need arms. I mean, the Yankees' pitching staff is pretty damn good. Their bullpen is pretty good. Not saying it's not, but like they've said before, too much pitching doesn't hurt. No. No, it doesn't. Well... All right, so we're going to see what moves are going to come about. Uh, Angels are open to trading Otani, potentially. Yeah, the Yankees and Mets are the front runners for David Robertson. So okay. there's still some guys that are definitely being floated around out there. Well, it said the Mets were in on Trey Mancini and Wilson Contreras. 
I don't uh, I don't see Wilson I don't see Wilson Contreras going to the Mets. It just doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. I I mean it does from an offensive standpoint. Yeah, but if you're gonna but do you, that, then you better be trying to get Lando Tani and get rid of Alvarez and, and you know those prospects. No, but it's it's more like they're okay with um they're okay with Nito. And you, yeah, you know, I mean James McCann, he'll be back at some point, you know. Yeah. They're fine with, you know, getting whatever whatever they can out of them essentially because what they're gonna do for the pitching staff is more vital to the team and you know they can get enough offensively out of what they have and they can still go out there and make an addition that's not catcher where they can continue to improve yeah, I, that I offense. Don't see, I don't see Trey Mancini going to the Mets either. It's just I don't I see but, I see Trey Mancini honestly because you know the Yankees went and got Benintendi. Now I, I see it makes more sense for them to go and get um Trey Mancini. That's if Baltimore's going to trade to the Yankees. But, I mean, I, I see them getting Trey Mancini, moving DJ back to second. Because Glaber Torres at the plate is a... You don't know what you're going to get. Right? Who, who, oh, that's right. You got fucking old man Donaldson at third. You got I Connor Falafel at, at short. But he's great defensively. DJ has always played second, so you know he's not a liability. And now you're getting actually a, a true first baseman. Instead of putting DJ LeMahieu at the first base slot. Like, yeah, I seen that the other day. I was like, "What in the fuck are they doing? What the fuck is this? Why am I? Ma- Why is my man's on first fucking base?" Well, I mean, at the, at at this point, you got to think about it. They got a fifteen game lead, so essentially, they have the ability where they can kind of play around with different lineups and different things like that, and see what they have and see what they can put together. Because don't forget, Stanton's still out right now. He's yeah. gonna be out for I think at least. Another two weeks, if not maybe a month, you know, depending on if he doesn't have any setbacks. So, I mean, yeah, that that would. I mean, that I hope he's back for the Yankees versus Mets series and later in August. I hope he's back for that. I want to see. I want to see the Yankees at full power versus the Mets at full power. Right. Yeah. That was fun watching Scherzer strike out Judge though. That third time, mm-hmm. I I used to get so into these games, but like I. I've definitely dialed it back, but it's like, I can't lie, I definitely had that extra energy watch. Like, like yeah. I definitely put more emphasis into just, instead of just sitting there like, word, I put a little more oomph into it. Like, I just. Nah, yo, Scherzer, Scherzer was like this. He's like, it's my motherfucking birthday, and Aaron Judge. You're not that guy, pal, trust me. You're not that guy. Yo, did you <laughs> see the way he was going through that dugout, bro? After yo. that, yo. Honestly, that's the kind of guy I want in my in, in my in my in my um in your clubhouse. Yeah, a hundred percent. That's the guy you want on your team. That's the guy you want. I'm sorry, that's that's game seven. Yes. The Grom. I maybe you you know, game six. Definitely yeah, game six. But Scherzer, Scherzer is definitely game seven, a hundred percent. Well, if you well put it this way, I think if if the Mets are in any situation in the fucking uh, playoffs this year, he's got to be the guy that's going for the kill. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I understand not, DeGrom is, is a phenom and, you know, great pitcher, but I'm sorry. He's he's a fucking man right now, dog. Like, I mean, prior to him getting injured, him and Scherzer were the two guys that won the last, like, three or four Cy Young Awards in baseball. DeGrom back-to-back, and then the one year uh, before DeGrom won his first, it was Scherzer, or the year after. So, yeah. 
You know, arguably, when DeGrom is healthy, you have the two best pitchers in baseball. Yeah. Despite what Verlander is doing. Uh-huh. Despite how good Verlander is. Well, look, so. at, look at the fucking pitcher last night. For the, um, Encantara. Encantara, the pitcher for Miami Marlins. Oh, Sa- uh, Sandy Alcantara. Sandy Alcantara. His stats are fucking amazing after last he's, night. He's going to win Rookie of the Year this year, for sure. I, dude, he may win Cy Young. For the National League. Oh wait, no, I don't think I know. I don't think he is a rookie this year. I think he was a rookie last year. But yeah, no, he, he could definitely be up there for Cy Young too. But he's got like the lowest year. Well, I don't know after last night, but you know, he, See, but yeah. the fact that you know, if I was Miami, the fact I, I get it. Like I kind of read an article where they still kind of want to teeter with the idea of competing, but at the same time, Chisholm's not going to be back till September. He's got a, a issue, um, a back issue. Um, you know, honestly, I would dial it back with this kid, man. I honestly, we're, we're, all right, so we're almost in the first of August. I'd yeah. probably, I'd probably give him maybe two or three more stars, and then just shut him down for the rest of the year. Yeah, I mean, they definitely need to. They need to take him. I mean, because he has the most innings pitched. He's faced the most people too. And and he, and, he, and he's gonna be that he's for on that team for the he, next couple of years. He has two complete games this year as well. You know, so you can trade Pablo Lopez, trade a couple of these guys or whatever, try to get some pieces in return, but Alcantara's the guy you got to shut down and protect him for years to come. Yeah, and and Miami could, you know, with Chisholm and all these other players that they're going to acquire or draft throughout the year, in, in a couple of years, Miami could be looking to really compete hard for that division. I'm Maybe not that division, but, you know, you got to figure, like, within another two or three years, this division could look at... Like, despite Washington, or unless whatever they do, you know, whatever they get in return for Soto, this division in two or three years could potentially be looking just like the American League East, you know? Yeah. The, the Mets theoretically at the top, but then, you know, you still have Atlanta there. You know, Miami's, they should be getting better going into next year, so. The, the Phillies are, oh, the you Phillies, know, they're, they're still competing for a wild card right now. Yeah, you know, so it's, it's going to it's gonna be at least a four-team race for within the next couple of years. It could every, be five. Every, all could the teams be... are going to be competing for playoff spots. Yeah. So, um, let's see what's next on it. That's uh, definitely good for baseball. All right. Well, Tatis is projected to come back August fifth through the seventh, so that's good for the Padres. That's going to be good for them for the stretch run. I mean, what you're going to get out of him, you know how how game ready is he going to be? You know, some because like I said, when it, like when it comes into the start of a season. Certain guys can start a season off better and mm-hmm. and be more well equipped with less at bats as co- compared to other guys. Mm-hmm. So what is he is he going to be game ready? How many at bats theoretically is he going to need before he's like, all right, I'm ready. I'm I can really help this team now. Well, we're gonna see. We're gonna see. I mean, it, it's not going to hurt them. I think it'll only no. help them. Definitely. It just depends on how how fast he's he catches back up. Now, if he comes back in and he's locked and loaded, oh man. Because you know, Machado's <laughs> locked and loaded right now. So if you inject him into that lineup, and Hosmer's just being the solid hitter that he's Hosmer's been, been getting uh, getting hot over the last week or two. It kind of really started with that series in New York. So you know, yeah, he was killing you guys. But um, yeah, you know, they could definitely and imagine if they make a trade for Soto. Now you're really cooking. Soto, yeah. Machado, Hosmer, Jesus. fucking Tatis, Oof. Luke Voigt, just for kicks. It's, yeah, that big wow. fucking chest of his <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> oh. 
It looks like he's swinging a toothpick. <laughs> the barbarian up there. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So, since the Yankees are out on it, it's pretty much the Cardinals, Dodgers, and Padres, unless somebody sneaky pops in there and gets Soto. Yeah. Um, I don't see the Cardinals doing it. I just, I don't know why. I think it's, I think it's between the Dodgers and the Padres. Cause, yeah. Because Soto's going to want to win, right? 100%. So, I mean, he may take less just to go to the Dodgers. I don't think he'll take less, but, because he wants to get paid. And, and yeah, he's a, but, like I said, he's a Scott Boris client. Scott Boris is going to make sure that kid gets every fucking penny. Yeah, because he gets some of them pennies. Not even just that, but he's just, you know. He's an asshole. Not, when you look at his track record for all the players he's handled, he's always handled the top, just about the top echelon of the league mm-hmm. for the most part. I mean, yeah, you know, Michael Conforto's and, you know, they're not up there, but, you know, anybody that's within his company or, you know, they always get top dollar for the most part. So well, it um, depends on who's gonna have that cash and who's ready to open that wallet. Like you I, said, this thing may not even go down. They may wait until the off season. Because then you can really lay everything out on the table. On the table, there's no pressure of oh, well, we want to get him now because we're independent. There's gonna be none of that, you know, craziness going on. You're gonna actually be able to sit down, talk it out, and. We'll talk it out. Well, it's also then teams have their books open at that point because teams don't have their books open right now. Essentially, yeah, they're just looking for what they could squeeze in for right now. Yeah, because certain guys are going to, you know, they're not going to bring them back for arbitration and, you know, all that stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. I think uh, if that's the case, he, like I said before, he's going to definitely headline the winner meetings this year. All right. So now, do the Angels seal or deal Otani? Do, I... do they unload right now? I think, I think, I think it's. I think they'll let fucking they'll trade Trout in the offseason. Honestly, trading Trout right now is not even going to be an option. I get it. You would like to, but he's got a rare back condition that's not even as that that's worse than what David Wright had with the spinal stenosis. Yeah. So, so now you're not going to get nothing for him. I mean, unless you limit him to like 80, 90 games a year and he's primarily a DH and he shows you enough where you could maybe trade him for something, but you're going to have to eat a large portion of that contract, that's really not going to happen. Well, that's why they, that, That's why I think trading Otani is, is in the right Tra- idea for, for yes. them. You're going to get a boatload of picks. And you're going to get more for him now if you trade him now as opposed to this time next year. Because this time next year, when he walks after the uh, – when that year ends, he's eligible to become a free agent. And you know he's going to walk away. Because he wants to win, and of course he's gonna want to get paid. Mm-hmm. Anyone in their right mind that's as that's the best player in baseball, yeah, he's gonna. I wonder who's it. representing him. Uh probably some Asian or Japanese company or whatever. But <laughs> imagine, imagine if he was a Scott Forrest client. Eesh, for the MLB. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I think honestly, if that was the case, he'd probably be looking to get the biggest contract ever, more than Soto. You oh, know, yeah, well, you got to think. It, more, more than what Scherzer's getting a year at $43 million. Exactly, so you got to almost kind of combine salaries, you know what I mean? Yeah, you know, he'd be getting more than Trout. Yeah. But I feel like even though they've, it's kind of been like, yeah, we're open to doing it, we're, we're listening, but no, we kind of don't want to or we're not sure, now is the time to do it because now you know what you have with Trout. Now you know he's limited. 
You you still have him and Rendon on the books. You're not going to be in a position to to win. Yeah. So you they need haven't to, figured it out in this in this whole in the four last year five process five year process. Five year. Yeah, they haven't done shit with it. You know, it's time to dismantle and get right and now get rid is the time points. to do a trade him now, whether it's to the Mets or whoever. But now is the time to trade him. I just don't want to see him go to the Yankees because the Yankees going to make him pick one. I don't think they'll do that. He's too if he's too valuable to do that to. Him. I, I I like I like. I think they, I think they're gonna make I think they'll break it down to him where they're gonna be like oh you gotta pick one. Well, no, and honestly, after just trading for Ben Attendee, I kind of think that puts him out the out, out the out the picture because you figure even as a straight DH, well you got Stanton coming back in a, in about a month, give or take two weeks. Mm-hmm. Then you got Judge, you know, and you got fucking Ben Attendee now. So it's I, it could happen, yeah. which would irritate the fuck, the fuck out, out of me. me. You know, I'd I'd rather see Soto go there than Tony. Honestly, I want Tony to be a Met. That's that's why. that's I want to see him. I want to see him really, in blue and orange. Really, 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 really hoping for that. But you know, that would be the the, the quintessential time, the the right moment to trade Otani and get yeah. the most. One hundred percent, and the Mets have the assets to do it, and so do other teams, and, and they can pay him as well. Yes. Because you know, if, Jabram, and, if Degrom still plans to walk from his deal, then they have it. Either either way, they got the money regardless. They can go if if they're a free agent, whether it be Judge, Soto, Otani, they have the money to go out there and compete and sign any one of those guys. Yeah. But the fact that their GM Billy Epler was the GM for the Angels, the Angels when who got so Otani, that's why I think it may it, it, it there may be something that happens yeah, there. You know, like they say, where there's smoke, there's fire. So yeah. All right. So now my question to you is: Moving on, will bullpen help in in trades for the White Sox before the deadline's over to to get over that hump, or is it just too late? Do you think? I think it's. I mean, it's not too late because they're still in the hunt. Mathematically, they're not eliminated. But adding more uh, more bullpen is not essentially going to fix your issue. Mm-hmm. You know. I think the core of that team essentially is the issue. I mean, just look at how they're playing. Yeah. You know? I, I mean, mean, they've played better as of late, you know, just to get themselves to... Uh, to keep themselves alive. Yeah. At, you know, at, at almost 500. You know? Honestly, I can see them being out of it come September 1st. Well, they're good on the they're good on the road. They're 28 and 22 on the road. At home, they're 21 and 28. That's got to... Something's got to give there. Yeah, but look at all the teams they got. They they would in a sense uh, essentially have to have to catapult. You got the the Indians, you got the Rays, you got the Blue Jays, you got the Mariners. That's five teams right there alone. And the Orioles. Um, they're kind of neck and neck essentially, but you know that's five teams that you have to catapult. Yeah. And hope that any and hope that all five. <clears throat> Shit the bed. <laughs> to, get, to, to really give yourself that chance, because if you do play well and all those teams are still on the up, it's not going to make a difference. All right, so then it's essentially it's too late for them. I I think so, but I mean anything can happen. We've seen crazier things happen in baseball. Yeah, but yes, I understand that. But it's we're a hundred games in. Yeah, it's there's only sixty games left. Essentially, sixty-five, any you know, wherever 60, 63. depending essentially where your the teams are at in schedule. Um. So, it, it's 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 a pattern 
still through the 100 games you've only won 49 games and lost 50 and like you said I, like uh they would need to go you know they're an 80 win team so they, they need they would need to be a 750 winning average team the rest of the way out to at least give them a chance 87 so they need to go 37 at a uh they got like say they got sixty. They got to go thirty-seven and twenty-five to go eighty-seven and uh. No, I I really feel like they'd have to push for more of that forty-win mark. Yeah, to to get in. That's what. And I'm that's saying. why, like you before we started, I I don't see them as a ninety-win team. I don't. Yeah. And these are the dog days of summer of of baseball, August and September. Now is crunch time. Yeah, we're gonna see. Well, you know, October is is the. Is that swing month? Who's gonna who's gonna take the swing down, or the, who's gonna tick up? Well, October is playoff season. Yeah, I know, but like so, August and September is is really like is what you were just saying is really that time now. Yeah, but we're gonna August like is a projection of who's gonna be in the hunt for September. August is gonna put you in that in that position for September, and you know. Yes. Some teams are gonna need both months. You know, the Yankees they can kind of, I think, cruise along. I mean. Granted, you don't want to literally take your foot off the gas too much, but I mean, I think now you can kind of cruise along, and you know, if you finished a little below 500 the, the rest of the way out, it's not going to hurt your division chances. So, yeah, because you're going because all of these teams are going to have to start maybe giving guys a little extra rest at some point. Yeah, you know, you want your guys healthy for the playoffs. You you know, you don't not trying to burn them out well but. see I, I i know why you're upset for these trades that the mets have done so far but it's it, it makes logical sense i see I, I see what they've done after i looked into them and i read the articles and stuff i get it mm-hmm. but damn it's it's not that big blockbuster trade that i was really expecting them to make it and maybe it will happen at fucking yeah. 556 on tuesday maybe you know i don't know but yeah, like one just fitted right in there. <laughs> yeah, uh, like like at the last minute when they made the trade for Soto back in 2015. Yeah. I mean, um, Cespedes. And then Baez last year. Yeah, so you just got to see. All right, but, so as it stands right now, I pretty much have with the what the playoffs are going to be. If, if the playoffs started today, this is how it go. Uh, I, I'll break down the, the NL first. Dodgers versus... Uh, the four versus the five. Well, the Dodgers. Well, the, the top two teams get a get a get that first round bye. Yeah. All right, so the Dodgers, the Mets get a bye. So it'd be right now Brewers versus Cardinals and Atlanta versus the Padres. And what is that? One game. Um, I believe so, but I could have sworn they added a third team this year. So I think there's going to be a third wild card team. Yeah, it's Brewers. Yeah. So you have three division Brewers. winners and then three wild card spots. The first two get a bye, and then uh, the four, uh, basically the okay. third division winner, the third okay, division winner, doesn't get a bye. So then it's um, you know it's like football, three versus six, four. I think, yeah, I think the first wild card series is a three game set, but I think the other one is a winner go home. I, I th- because essentially that third team that gets in, I, I think that's how it is. I'm not 100% sure. Don't quote me on that, but I really believe that's how it goes. So, I mean, they both could be three-game sets. I'm you know? looking into it right now. Yeah, if I open up more tabs, my... Uh, my yeah, I know your shit's going to hit the fan. And my phone's charging on the other side of the room. I got it, I got it, I got it. 
But no, like, so you figured you'd have the Dodgers, Mets, and then you'd have, so you'd have the Padres, the Braves, and the Cardinals as wild card teams. So you figure the Cardinals and Braves are going to be the top seeds for the wild card. Well, maybe the Padres because they're a little, they're like two games ahead of St. Louis. Yeah, so, the wild card games are best of three series. Oh, both are? Yes. Okay. The winner of those, uh, face number one seed. All right, so. So I guess they're going three, five, and seven, uh, or three, yeah. seven, seven. You know, whatever they're doing. So Brewers. Well, the, versus... the, the, the NLDS was five, and then the NLCS is seven, and then the World Series is seven. So three, five, and seven, seven. Yeah. Okay. So Brewers versus Cardinals. Uh, that's the three seed versus the six, and Atlanta. Uh, versus the Padres. So Atlanta would be the four seed, and the Padres would be number five seed. Yeah. So. Who you got taking that three-game set out of the Brewers and the Cardinals? Cardinals. I mean, it, it, I, I want it to be the Brewers. I think I, the Brewers I, are going to take I, it. I really do, but honestly, I just I, I feel like it's going to be St. Louis. Okay. I, oh. I, I have the Brewers, but that's all right. Uh, Atlanta versus the Padres. Yeah. And I, took, I, I I do. I took the Padres. <laughs> and honestly, I like like what would be crazy like back in '99, an NLCS where it's Mets Braves. Go. Nah, it, well yeah, but if you took Atlanta, <coughs> excuse me. Oh no, yeah, you're right. Three versus six. All right, so yeah, you yeah, it could happen. So Atlanta would be playing the Dodgers, and the Mets would be playing the Cardinals. And then, and then I feel like if that NLCS Mets Braves, that shit's gonna be lit. See, I have it. I have it. Mets, I have it. Mets Padres. Well, All right. So now we'll, we'll go over to the AL side. Damn. <laughs> that that honestly, that Mets Braves NLCS, if it's like that, that's going seven. Yeah, man. That's I I see it definitely going seven. All right. So the two buys is the Yankees and the Astros. Okay, and the Twins at number three. Uh, the Rays at number four, the Mariners at five, and the Blue Jays at six. So it would be Twins versus Blue Jays, and Rays versus Mariners. Who you got for the uh, Twins and Bra- uh, Jays? Twins and Blue Jays. I mean, the Blue Jays have a better offense, but I'm gonna go with the Twinkies, man. I went with the Twinkies as well. I mean, granted, they they would essentially at that point be a division winner, but still an underdog, I think. And I'm I'm an underdog guy, so the Twinkies definitely. All right, so Rays versus Mariners. I took uh, the Mariners. Hell yeah. <laughs> Seattle all day. I'm like, man, I'm the American League. I want to see, honestly, Mariners, Yankees, ALCS, and watch the Mariners kick out the Yankees and go to the World Series. Imagine that. Well, the, Yan- wow. well, the Yankees would be playing the Mariners, and then the Astros would be playing the Twins. So I think I, I took the Astros. I have it Yankees versus Astros. Most likely, that's really what it's gonna be. And then, I, and then I got it for the World Series: Yankees versus Mets. That's yeah. I have it Yankees versus Mets. I have Mets taking it in six. Because the Yankees have no idea what's about to happen if that happens. Do you know how many Mets fans are gonna invade Yankee Yankees. Stadium? Uh, it's not even a fan factor at that point. It, oh, man, that would be lit, too. Bragging rights for a whole year instead of a week? Nice. Fucking A. I'll tell you one thing. Yankee fans are definitely... No, God, 
That would really be emotional damage. Oh, 100%. And, and here's the most, uh, uh, you know, emotional damage is the Strohs have their numbers. So that would yep. even be. So if the Strohs boot them out. Emotional damage. Oh, and yep. another one, even if the Mariners come in town and. That's what I'm saying. Like, that would really. <laughs> like you said, you play this whale, this whale. This well all year long, and then they get booted, especially by a team like Seattle. Oh mm. yeah. Mm. I hope to see that. Not, I mean, Houston would be dope, but I just don't want to see Houston get back there again. Yeah. So a team like Seattle for sure. Well, you know, Yankee fans right now are. How dare you? Uh, well, fuck you, Greta. <laughs> Gretchen, whatever the fuck your name is. Gretchen, talking shit. Your name's Gretchen. <laughs> You're 19 years old, fucking 20 years old. Get the fuck out of here. Stop it. Get some help. Please. For the benefit of all of us. As she would say, all mankind. <laughs> Spare not thy feelings. No. All right. So we're going to move on to our first segment. Hate it or love it. All right, Danny. Set it off, baby. All right. Hate it or love it. KD goes to Boston. I hate it. On on KD's behalf, if he does that. Like, like, but I hate it because it's going to benefit Kevin Durant. But it will benefit Jalen Brown because Jalen Brown is going to be the absolute star of the fucking Brooklyn Nets. Yeah. I mean, I think he's the wrong guy to give up. I think Tatum's the guy to give up. They said he's untouchable, which is... I, I get it, but that's ridiculous, in my opinion. But, you know, like you tweeted me this morning that the Groms are prima donna. Yeah, try throwing 100 miles an hour with a fucking a crack in the bone in your, in your elbow or shoulder. This guy... Durant, he's the prima donna, the real donna. <laughs> the real donna? <laughs> yeah. For real. I think I seen a clip too of uh, Peyton Manning roasting him. Really? Yeah, at the ESPYS or whatever it was. Uh, I was talking about somebody wanted. Uh, he said Kevin Durant is so interested in the women's gym, uh, gymnastics team that he's willing to get traded to them too. <laughs> I, I I hate it. Just just shut up and play basketball, man. Like yeah. just like we talked about it weeks before. You could have went about this process completely different. But you wanted to wait moments essentially before the fucking free agency market hits and you're like And seconds after fucking Kyrie opted into his deal to yeah. be like, No, I don't wanna be here. Like I get it, we've talked about like players doing that before, like before on another episode, but it's like there's levels to it being done and there's other factors and reasons behind it being done that make it acceptable mm. at times. You, you're just being a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Oh, man. Alright, Danny. Hate it or love it. 2017 Warriors versus the 98 Bulls. 98 Bulls. I love it. Well, They're- According to 
Draymond Green. I know, I've seen that. He's a fucking buffoon. <laughs> like, you, like, really? Like, okay, you may be beating Utah by 20. Okay, that's more agreeable. Nah. You're not, not beating even that Bulls team. Stockton, Malone. That's why I said maybe. It, like, on, on a given night, depending, like, like, if they're shooting 57, 58%, I can see it happening. But you beating the 98 Bulls, play that, bruh. No, not not that one. Yeah, get the fuck out. Yeah, yeah, well, you're not that guy, pal. Trust me, you're not that guy. It's I I like look I I I support having faith in your team. Yes. Right, but that's like, delusional. That, yeah, <laughs> it's past delusional, bro. That's that's something. <laughs> I, I I. How dare you? Yeah, pretty. How dare. How yeah. dare you, a bro? Whatever the f- like. Are you delusional? Do you, are, do you suffer from a mental illness? Like it's <laughs> just like, and then for him to go on to say, "Oh, we would have beat um the Kobe Bryant and the Shaq team." Oh, I don't know about that. That dynasty, he said we would beat one of them. Shaq's like, "All right, who's gonna double me? Because if no one doubles me, I'm going for sixty with not shooting free throws." And and then you have everybody else. Yeah, and who's gonna stop Kobe? Then you got Robert Horry, Devin Fisher. Maybe, maybe that team that beat Boston. That'd yeah. be an interesting series to see. Yeah, but but that original three P with Shaq no. and Kobe, that's not happening. No, that's you're just out of your fucking mind. You really, it's. Are you delusional? Do you, are, do you <laughs> suffer from a mental illness? Like, cause it, all right, now we even break it down. The '98 Bulls. Who's stopping Jordan? Nobody. Who's no. who's stopping Pippen? Who's stopping? Oh, not to mention your coach now goes to you know he plays against you too. Steve Kerr, who's gonna be smacking threes as well. Yep. And then who's who's gonna stop Rodman from dominating the boards? You think Draymond's gonna be able to stop Rodman? Oh yeah. That, you're out of your mind. That's the biggest. Bruh. You're you're out of your <laughs> fucking mind. You're out of your mind. Like that like. That's all he would need to say, Danny, and we would fucking understand, right? You know, if he started his podcast with, I'm not going to lie to you, I'm kind of retarded. Like, oh, okay, now I understand your delusion. Okay, makes sense. All right, Danny, you're up. <laughs> all right, uh, so I guess it's still a possibility. I mean, I read the article the other day, but hate it or love it, KD and Kyrie go to Lakers in some kind of crazy deal that I don't know I mean because at the, at this point anything is still possible yeah I you mean know? I, I think that deal would have to include Anthony Davis yes definitely so, Anthony Davis Russell Westbrook a couple other guys maybe some, some draft, draft picks. picks yeah I, I hate it me too but I I do love it because I do love it on Brooklyn's end you get rid of your headaches you know what I mean you take Russ. You take Russ. You get fucking, you get Anthony Davis. You're getting some draft picks, probably another player or two. Yeah. You know. So I, in that sense, I, I hate it. But I do love it on Brooklyn's end. But I, I just, this whole Kyrie and LeBron and fucking 
all this shit's got to come to an end. Yeah, like, and, and these super teams. Now, I, I understand we, we pegged out, you know, I think last week or the week before that it was Boston who, it's Boston's fault who started that, you know, let's make a big three. So, yes, it's yeah. their fault for doing it. But can we can we get back to that format of, like, you know, everybody having their own duos or their own trios that aren't these fucking big, gigantic stars and, 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 you know, the greatest players going to the greatest, you know, all going together, like... Building building a literally a literal complete and solid team. Yes. You know, I mean, in, in, a, in, in a sense, you could say that's what Golden State did. Aside yeah. from when they brought in Kevin Durant. Yeah. But he didn't stick around too long. No, I think you know, he was two, three years. Clay and Draymond and Curry and all these guys, they've drafted all these guys. So, I mean, out of us... As he, much as we hate to see them still win... They're like the anti of that. Yeah, they are. They certainly are. So. All right. Hate it or love it, Danny. Hamzat versus Nate Diaz. I'd, I'd watch it. I don't, I'm not really a big UFC guy, but I'd watch it. I like it. So I, I love it. I hate it. So I love it. <laughs> like I, I said, when I watch UFC, I just want to see some blood. Oh, well, that fight, you're definitely going to see blood. I mean... Ten years ago, if we got the Nate ten years ago against the Hamzat right now, I think it would be an awesome fucking fight, right? I just think Hamzat's just too much of an animal. Like, look at what he did to Gilbert Burns, and Gilbert Burns is, is one of the greatest Brazilian jiu-jitsu people. He, he'll stand there and bang. He's a great striker, and Hamzat didn't go through him, but he did beat him. Right. So I can only imagine what, he, what Hamzat's really going to do to fucking Nate Diaz. You know, potentially. Now we've seen Nate Diaz, you know, fight Conor McGregor in that first fight and outlet and you know pretty much just outlast you know Conor. Conor and, was and, and, and 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 took the beat and took a beating but still won. Yeah, I mean that. I mean, him and his brother, they're just they're just so, fucking. They're animals, man. They'll, they'll the, fight to fight. They don't give. And a they fuck. got good jaws. They got good chins. So I mean. Yeah, but as we all know, look, Chuck Liddell had a great chin too when he was young. You know, and then as you get older, that chin starts to weaken. Things change. It's when a lot of fighters realize, like, all right, I can't do this no more. I'm just getting put out. Right. Look at Rashad Evans. He was a great fucking guy. Um, Quentin Rampage Jackson. Like, you know, all these guys were great guys, but then as they got older, they just, they lost that chin. And then every time, I I think there's something, there's a scientific, um, not theory, but like a uh, something in your brain when you get put out, it, you're more likely to get put out every time right. after that. Once it happens for the first time, it's like, like I guess yeah. the true time at a certain age too. You know what I mean? I think I think it's really a psychological thing. At one point, I, I really think it's, I mean, like, you know, because it's like you thinking like, oh, you, you know, you're you start fighting at 23. By the time you're 28, 29, like, yeah, I've never been put out, but your confidence is. Mm-hmm. You know, once that once that happens, it's like yeah. Oh yeah, then you're then, a human motherfucker. Oh yeah, then you're, it's really diving into that uh, that fighter's head, like because like now the next fight, it's like they're a little bit timid because they don't they don't they think it's gonna happen again. Right, you know it's definitely I mean? in the back of their mind now. Yeah, I mean, so some fighters crumble from it, and other fighters, you don't see too many, but yeah, you know, look at look at even Brock, Brock Lesnar, you know. 
He fought for a little while, and then he he got his ass whooped, and then it just kept happening. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. But I'm down to watch it, just because who Nate is. But I, I I I see Hamza blowing through him in like two three rounds. You know. Well, it's not a championship fight, is it? No. So it's only a three round fight then. It could be, but if it's a main main event, it may go five. Mm. It may. I, I'm not sure, but. I'm going to watch it. Yeah, I definitely will. There's fights on tonight, too. Is there? Yes, there's... Uh... Aren't those two bitches fighting? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know who they are, but... I'm Pena fighting. versus... Uh... Fuck, uh, the Lioness. I forget. I what fuck. time does that officially start? Start Because like, I know whenever I turn on, I've missed a couple of fights or whatever. So what is this? Officially started eight? Uh, Amanda 10? Nunes versus Ju- uh, Juliana Pena. The right. main card... Um, Starts at ten, but there's a prelim card, right? That yeah. starts at what eight or nine? Uh, hold on, wait a minute, wait, sorry, sorry, ah, oh, shit, you fuck. You exited out of it. Yes. <laughs> UFC two seventy seven. Uh, what the fuck? Alright, prelims. Yeah, early prelims start at six. Oh, okay. Yeah, Orion Kosuke, Mike Mathea, Nikolai Nekarini Wood. I don't even Whoa. Okay. Ehor <laughs> Potiria. <laughs> well, I won't be watching that because it's the Oh, ya- uh, Yaslin Edwards versus Ji Young Kim. That should be a good fight at six. Well that they today at six. Yeah. Uh then the prelims are at eight and the main card's at ten. I could probably start watching that at eight. Uh, I'm probably gonna start. I'll probably, I'll probably just uh, get. I think the first fight should pop off. That Ma- uh, Magomov and versus Anthony Smith. I should catch that. So, right. so if you guys are gonna check that out, maybe we'll do an after hour session. Maybe, maybe not. Uh, but enjoy those fights. Yes. All right, hate it or love it, Danny. Lamar Jackson is the it's, top ten quarterback. You, it's my turn. Oh shit! I apologize. I apologize. Um, so I read this. That's I read this article the other day. Um, that it was after that uh, that Yankee game uh, with Scherzer. Mm-hmm. Um, he was talking about the pitch com. So hate it or love it, the pitch com hurts baseball, because he, in a sense, was like, this takes away from the natural game. Like players have been stealing signs from other teams. For, and you know he likes having the complexity of having multiple different signs and having the advantage over the hitter and the other team. Um. Yeah, I guess I can get behind that. I love it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, look, people are gonna cheat regardless. They're gonna somebody's gonna figure out a way how to cheat that thing too. So. Yeah. You know, I mean, why don't you just keep the purity of the game, but. As of next year, we're going to see what the purity of the game is going to look like. There's going to be some changes next year, yeah. Yeah, which we went over extensively. Um, yes, I, I'm with you on that. I, I think I'm with you on that and Scherzer. Yeah. I, I heard that, Um, I heard that too, that interview the other day. Because like, it, it's also when they were zooming in on him in the bull, in the, um, in the bullpen. Right. Not the bullpen, uh, the dugout. 
you know, it looked like he was yelling at fucking uh, Nito. Oh, <laughs> yeah, or Hefner, whoever it was, because I couldn't see from the angle. I, all I seen was just, like, the way he was talking and, like, directing and whatever. But, mm. yeah, no, I agree. I agree. All right, I apologize. That's uh, cool. Lamar Jackson is a hater to love it. Lamar Jackson is a top 10 quarterback. I love it because I, I really think he is. You know, I think he kind of just slides in. Dude, you number know, 10 I, on this list is Dak Prescott. Yeah, I'd rather have Lamar. All right. I, outside I, of your preference. And I, and I think as far as the ceiling-wise, he's he's definitely better. But outside of your preference, who's the better quarterback right now? Right now, Dak. Okay. So then if Dak is number 10 then who is Lamar jumping in that list? Well, who was number nine? I don't know if you looked at the list. I don't have a list in front of me. But wait, actually, no. Let me go to my shit from last week. And I got the and I got fantasy quarterbacks on this list over here. Oh, I don't remember what I did that fucking list. Um, okay, so... Stafford, Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, or Justin Herbert. He'd be he'd have to jump any one of those guys, which is why I said initially, even though as a preference, he definitely still kind of sneaks in. Because I feel like if this guy like just like once he gets paid and if he's healthy and Baltimore can fucking really put a team around him and keep him upright, sky's the limit on him. I feel completely different about it. I feel as to where, no, he's. I, I hate it. He's definitely not a top ten. He has to prove that, which he hasn't. And Granted. he, I understand he's advancing or whatever you want to say, changing the game in that aspect, right? But, but I know how you feel about He's not doing it like a quarterback should be doing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hey, look, Mike, even Mike threw the ball. Yeah, you can run. When you have to, but it's like they they prioritize it in such a way, you know, with his bootlegs, you know, all that. Like Mike never did that. Yeah, maybe they had a package here and there, but it was he was running that offense still. Yeah, you know. And I'm talking about the 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 Atlanta days and the Philly days. Now Philly, he was way better quarterback. Atlanta, I mean, essentially the first year he was there, they said, "Hey, Mike, just do what you do. If you don't see the first read open, go." <laughs> You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> you don't see him, just go. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I mean, I, I agree with you in a way, but I, I still feel like, I just, I definitely, I, I definitely, I'm granted he hasn't put up better stats than Dak, but I just definitely prefer him than Dak, and that's just why I would put him at ten over Dak. And I think his ceiling is ultimately better if Baltimore can get their shit together. And if he's healthy. Well, you you know how I feel about Dak. So I would honestly just take Dak over him because from what I've seen from Dak as to what I haven't seen from Lamar. Right. You know, I'm not saying that this can't change my opinion. He could definitely change my opinion if he goes out there and he plays the position better or he doesn't get hurt as much or he can actually win a playoff game. Right. You know, then it could change. Until then, no, he's top 15. I'll give him that. Not top ten. True. And I think, until proven otherwise, 
I don't think he'll ever crack that top five. No, that won't happen. Not in his whole career, but I think moving forward, you know, once he gets, you could say, more established and he's healthier because the team keeps him upright and he doesn't, you know, slide like a fucking idiot or whatever, then, yeah, he's definitely 100% top 10. All right, you're up. Hate it or love it, DK Metcalf signs three-year extension worth $72 million, 58 guaranteed with a $30 million signing bonus. I love it because he's still very young. Yeah, but I really wanted to see them get rid of him just in a sense of like, I, I, I get, you know, you still want to kind of win, but it's like you got rid of Russ. You know, your, your quarterback situation this year is iffy. You know, like I seen, I seen a thing on Twitter the other day where Drew throwing the fucking DJ... Metcalf was like that scene from fucking uh, the the longer shot. Was like, I can be quarterback. All right, let me see. Hit me up and <laughs> like, like that, that, that's, that's what, like when I see it, I was like, yo, absolutely. So it's like trade him, get some draft picks back. You know, kind of. I mean, you want to compete, but kind of take the L this year. Well, they're gonna take the L this year. We already know that. I and mean, un- un- unless the other teams in that division, you know. Yeah, that's it's not stacked like the West from the AFC, but I mean I love it just because now when they get the guy they're they're ready. They he has the number one right there. Yeah. So, all right, hate it or love it, Danny. Mets make no more moves. No, all right. Next the. <sighs> fuck that guy your song? Yeah, Mets make no more moves. Come the deadline. I hate it. They 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 still need to make additions. There's still holes on this team, especially in that bullpen. You can get by with that offense. I really do. It it, it can happen, but you got to add to that pitching. You got to definitely add to that bullpen. All right. Uh, I I hate I hate it as well. I think they need to make you know another move. And they I think they're gonna make at least two more moves. If not, the one move is a package deal where you get a player, uh, an offensive piece, and a bullpen arm. Yeah, yeah, but they should be making at least two more moves. Okay. All right, John. You. All right. So I read this the other day because I looked it up after I seen that he testified. But hate it or love it, Goodell should recommend the vote to remove Dan Snyder. Oh, I love it. You know, me I love too. It. He needs to go, bro. Because I read in an article that he, when he testified, he's like, I don't have no authority to fucking do it. like really. How do you not have any authority? Like you're the commissioner of. Football, like you well, have what? So you're you're just a cover boy, like you're just you're just obviously their little puppet. Like I just, I, I hope it's a I hope it's a package deal as well where you know, where we get both of these assholes out of here. Because there's something fishy going on between them two. After I seen that, well, did Goodell already lied to them and said he had no idea who David Portney is? He's the guy from Bar, uh, Barstool Sports. He was banned from like uh, NFL games. Okay. Yeah, and he's the one who did it. And then when they asked him about it, he's like, I don't know who that is. Like, dude, you're the fucking commissioner. How do you not know who the fuck that is? Uh, who do you, how do you not know who you banned from football? Exactly. Like, I mean, I you might know. forget about him five years from now, but they, what was that, two years ago they banned him? I think so, something like two, that. Two, three years ago? I mean, mm-hmm. come on. It's still fresh, you know what I mean? And he's, Barstool Sports is one of the biggest companies out there for sports. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're fucking, them motherfuckers got pulled. Yeah. So, yeah, I yeah, I love it. Me too. All right, hate it or love it, Danny. 
Carlos Beltran will be inducted into the 2023 Baseball Hall of Fame. In 2023, no. I hate it. Wow. I mean, um, yeah, I hate it. I think initially he will get in, but I think on that first ballot, his first time around, I think that whole scandal with the Astros is going to kind of tarnish it for a minute. But I think ultimately he will get in. All right. You know, I mean. I love it. I think he's going to get in. I think he's a shoo-in. <sighs> I mean, I think he'll get more than 30% of the votes. But, I mean, he's not going to get what he needs to get in on the first ballot. All right. I'd say at least third time around he gets it. Okay. All right. Your last one? Uh, that was it. All right. So we'll move on to uh, NBA news, even though there's not a lot of it. No. Uh, we kind of touched on uh, Boston uh, hops in on the KD trade, willing to part with uh, Jalen Brown, but Tatum is untouchable. Trade his ass. Trade his ass. <laughs> like I was talking to a Celtic fan the other day, and he was like, well, he sells a lot of like jerseys. And I'm like, he sells a lot of merchandise, but he doesn't win you fucking well, basketball. Yeah, he doesn't win you a championship. That's, that's a, <laughs> like, really? You know what I mean? And you don't think Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, and then the addition of Kevin Durant would sell as many jerseys? Like, Kevin Durant's going to sell more jerseys than Tatum regardless. He sells it right now. <laughs> so. No, that's, I would have said to you, man. Congratulations. Like, like, you're more interested in selling uh, seats, selling tickets and merchandise than you are winning? All right. That's yeah, a little, it's a little out there, buddy. Yeah. All right, so. Shaquille O'Neal's son, Sharif, signs a six-figure deal in the G League. So we'll probably see him develop and come up in a couple years. I mean, he's with the Lakers right now, so we'll see what happens. Oh, he signed it with the Lakers? I assume, because I know he was. Uh, he had initially signed on to play in the Summer League or whatever it was with the Lakers, along with uh, uh, Scottie Pippen's son, I think it was. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I don't know. I didn't, look, I didn't see that, but I, I assume it's with the Lakers. Now... All right. I mean, it, it, it's it's not a news or anything, but it's like, yo, really, Curry? You can shoot a basketball, but you can't throw a fucking baseball? <laughs> Come on, man. He was hitting the ball pretty good, though. He couldn't. He, when you see it, when he, when he threw out the first pitch, like, really? <laughs> you can't throw out the first pitch, but you can shoot a basketball. Yeah. <laughs> like, come on, man. All right. So, now, I don't know if he's signed, but Dwight Howard's still a fucking free agent. I don't know how the Mavs haven't picked him up. Or the Suns, to that matter, to have some death behind Aiton. Good bench player. Honestly, I can see I can see maybe at the, at the last second, maybe uh, the Knicks signing him. You know, because maybe they don't know exactly what they're going to get out of Julius Randle. Yeah, well, he's, other, he's either up or down. Yeah, and, and we're still waiting for this Donovan fucking Mitchell trade, which yes. they said we were they were working on the details. What, what happened? Did motherfuckers get lost? Should have been done already. All right, I'm, so I'm it, it really shouldn't have. It really should have been. Which I still think he's going to New York. I yeah. So like, that's the move the Knicks definitely need to make. Yeah, what's the fucking holdup though? Like, can we get the fucking deal done already? It's probably that kind of part where, like in baseball, where oh, trade it for a player to be named at a later date there. That's probably the last phase they're working on, and you know that, that's that's yeah. But this is this is pretty fucking long. I'll say that. 
Yeah. All right, so the next thing on the docket is the Brittany Griner situation. Ah, oh, come on. She's not even a fucking NBA basketball player. Why, yeah. why, the, why the fuck? I don't know. Let her stay in fucking Russia. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> or, or bring her home. What does it fucking matter? Like, exactly. Well, I said this is what I said to my wife. Oh, but she's an American. Yeah, 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 but who is... All right, look, she played for some league out there, right? So she already made the decision to go play out there, right? So whatever, if you never if you never had the pens, whatnot, they weren't yours or they were whatever, what not have you. You got yourself in that situation, yep. you know? Don't do the... Uh, don't want to do the time, don't do the crime, right? Yeah, but I told my wife this. I said, you know, they obviously have a lawyer or whatever and then an interpreter, Yo, what do you want us to do for you? Tell them to stay the fuck away. Look, I'm going to ride this three or four or five years out, whatever, how much time, and guess what? When I come home, that money going to roll in, baby, like a motherfucker. Documentary series, everybody in their ass is going to want to interview me. I'll stay right fucking here, she'll and make, I'll just... She'll make more money doing doing that than coming back home and playing, and playing in the uh, no, WNBA. She's, she's still going to make that money. When she comes home, if they trade for her or not. But I'm telling you right now, I tell her, man, kick back and just count those dollars. <laughs> what? How old is she right now? It's 20 some month. I think 26, 27. Well, she, no, no, she was born in 1990. She was born a month after me, so she's my age, 31 going on 32. Mm-hmm. 31. So you figure if she does that three or four years, her career in basketball is done for the most part. Yeah, but so what? She's gonna be an icon. They're gonna make her an icon. You know that. We know. Yeah. The, we know the way to fucking agenda. Watch it. Watch come out. The ESPN. The Brittany Griner story. We already know. We know that's coming. That's why, like, if everybody's gonna be on here, oh, you should be sympathetic for. I don't give a fuck. All right. Then I don't care. No, not at all. Cause you know why? It doesn't affect my life not one fucking bit. Now, if it was me. A regular American citizen, they'd have been like, well, guess what, buddy? You're chalk out of fucking luck. You got to stay there. You got to stay there. And yeah. guess what? When I get home, there's not going to be a camera on me. What was it like? Yeah. No one's going to give a fuck. <laughs> Put it this way. We have zero viewers right now. You guys still don't give a fuck right now. So why the yeah. fuck would I care? Yep. All right, and real quick, so the NBA, I heard last night, is going to now be investigating the Sixers for free agent tampering for the P.J. Tucker move for James Harden because him and Harden have a connection. Yeah, everybody in the league has a fucking connection. Everybody's buddy-buddy now. Yeah. Essentially, they could be tampering all over. <laughs> no one's going to come out and admit to it. Exa- yeah, exactly. So who the fuck cares? What are they going to do? Find them, take a pick or two? Oh, well. Yeah. Philly's got bigger problems to worry about right now than that. I it's agree. Essentially, their gigantic new uh, fucking stadium and complex. Multi-billion dollar stadium for a team that sucks ass. Yeah, and, it, and, and to try to deal and, and bring a championship to Joel Embiid in Philly. And, and then give fucking James Harden that monstrosity of a contract. Even yeah, though but, he's got... yeah, but the original contract was worse, so. It <laughs> <laughs> didn't really help yourselves, though. <laughs> and you gave him a player option, so, you know, all right. Why would he not opt in? Fucking morons. Hey, well, that's like points of what, what we said. That Philly's got bigger issues than that, you know? Yeah. So, it is what it is. I mean, I like the P.J. Tucker move for them. PJ He's Tucker's coming in a little move. well. Uh, P.J. Tucker's uh, move is pretty solid. I like that. You know, he's a good all-around ball player. He did pretty good He did pretty good for uh, Miami Heat in the playoff series. Yeah. 
So that that should help. And Bosch and oh, no, 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 no. That was la- that was this, the year that just passed. He played with Miami Heat with Butler oh. and Harrow and all them. Yeah, no, 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 no. That Jesus Christ, Danny, that was so long ago. If that mother, if there was a motherfucker still playing from that team. Well, he could have been a rookie at that time. I don't know. Like I said, up until this NBA playoffs, I haven't been following the NBA essentially since Kobe retired. The only player on that lineup who's still on that lineup from that team is like Udonis Haslam. Oh, yeah. And he's essentially like an assistant coach. For right. Jesus Christ, Dwayne Wade don't even play no more. Bosh <laughs> don't even play no more, bro. Eddie House, all them motherfuckers, they don't play anymore. Yeah. I feel you. All right, so we'll move on to our top five dead or alive, which will spill over into tomorrow's NFL episode. All right, top five dead or alive, Danny, running backs in the NFL. Barry Sanders, Jim Brown, Walter Payton, Emmett Smith, and Jerome Bettis. Wow. Yeah. Holy shit. All right, so we, we before I even go into mine, we have, we, all right. How is Barry number one? I don't know. I just, I, I mean, this is your list, but how is he number one to you? Because even though Jim was a Hall of Famer, even though Jim never lost yards from the line of scrimmage and, and things like that or whatever, because the Lions did him dirty, and if he had went to a different team or was on a different team, he is the best running back of all time. All right, so then you had Jim Brown, number two. Who's number three? Walter Payton. Walter Payton, okay. Emmett Smith. Okay. And then Jerome Bettis. Jerome Bettis was kind of like a preference thing for me because I kind of was like struggling with number five, and I'm like, nah, I liked watching Jerome Bettis when I was a kid. I love, yeah. Okay. I mean, he's a Hall of Famer. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't top five dead alive. Hey, uh, they didn't call him the bus for <laughs> no reason. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. And like you've said, these are our lists. You don't like it? You go fuck Say yourself. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> All right, number one for me, Jim Brown. Number two, Emmett Smith. Number three, Barry. Number four, Walter Payton, and number five, Marshall Falk. And the funniest thing is, I don't think a guy on this list ran for two thousand yards. No, no, that's did one of. I'm surprised Adrian Peterson wasn't on your list. I thought about it, but I'm like. Not that he wasn't a great running back, but it's like he essentially really had like that one year. Not that he didn't have, not that he didn't have great years, but that one year when he ran for um, shy of two thousand yards, or, or you know, no, or, he had or, the two thousand or two thousand nine or whatever it was, and he won the MVP after coming back from the A's. Yes, and like I'm saying, he, he was great, but I don't feel he's top five great. I don't know. Wow. Like, I don't, wow. Yeah. Wow. Seriously. Holy shit. I mean, I was thinking about putting, like, CJ2K on it. Uh, I mean, you could have had Terrell Davis at five. I was going to put Terrell. You no, know, Gail Sayers. Yeah. You know? So, it's like, but Marcus me, Allen. Yeah, but to me, it's like Jim Brown. He's the one who, like, made the running back position what it really is to right. me. Emmett Smith, the all-time leader in the stats. Rushing yards, yeah. Barry Sanders, one of the most prolific runners ever, just the way he was doing people dirty on the field for all those years. Um, Walter Payton, you know what I mean? The guy who started all the juking and the pretty much essentially, you know, right. all those moves. 
Uh, Marshall Falk. You know, like the Christian McCaffrey that lasted. <laughs> yeah. You know, going, running 1,600 yards and, and catching 1,200 yards, you know. So that, that's that's why I had him on my list. I mean, I hear you. You know, I mean, like I said, five for me was kind of a thing because I the guys I mentioned were guys that could have been there instead of Jerome, and you could have had them there instead of Adrian. Yeah, like and you then, said, Marcus like, Allen. Uh, yeah. Gary Dale Dickerson. Sayers. Yep. Yeah. So. I mean, they definitely deserve to be on, on people's list. I mean, just I mean, ours is different. I mean, those other guys, you know, Alan Peterson, uh, you know, all, you know, that we mentioned, Gail Sayers, those, they, they fill out the top 10. Yeah, definitely. Curtis so, Martin. Yeah. Um, Jamal Lewis from the Ravens back then. He yeah. had for 2,000 yards. Uh, Frank Gore. Frank yeah, Gore's got to be on that list. I mean, and, and he's still and he's still playing. I think nah, he just signed it. No, no. When was the last? Uh, I think a year or two ago, maybe. Oh, because I thought that was this year. He signed that contract with uh, San Francisco to retire. No, nah, I think uh, he, he just signed. I think he just fought Darren Williams, the basketball player. He bought him. No, he fought him. Fought, fought. Oh, pow, pow. oh, that's right. With, with, with the running back. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> But I mean, there's a lot of guys yeah. that could be on that list, a hundred percent. You know, definitely. I mean, I just, I, I think without, like, uh, the the common names on our list, Walt, you know, Jim Brown, Emmitt Smith, Barry Sanders, Walter Payton. You know, I think you can insert whoever you want at five. You know, based upon you know the accolades or whatever, but I think those four are the the quintessential. That that's that that's the running backs round Mount Rushmore. Yeah. Brown, definitely. Smith, Sanders, and Peyton. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I agree. So I, was... I wonder what other top fives we should do. So what should we, what should we do for next week? Hmm. Let's do safeties. Okay, yeah, because uh, we had that, that conversation back and forth about uh, build your basically build your uh, you know, your uh, your backfield, right? Your defensive and, uh, backfield. The thing I tweeted uh, tweeted you went on Twitter with the the safeties and DBs, mm-hmm. and I, I mean, not that I wouldn't, but I was kind of surprised that you took Taylor over Ed Reed, but and I I get why and like I mm-hmm. but, well for the people that that don't know basically. Um, so it was, I forget, uh, let me see if I could pull it up for us right now, who we both picked. Oh, yeah, I don't even remember. I know I took uh, Edry I and Palomalu, Champ Bailey, and uh, who's the other guy? You took uh, Charles Woodson, Champ yep. Bailey, Ed Reed, and Troy Palomalu. I took Rondé Barber, Darrell Revis, uh, Sean Taylor, and Sean, uh, Troy Palomalu. So, I mean, there's a lot of names on these lists, uh, you know. Yeah. Especially for safeties. Ed Reed, Brian Dawkins, Sean Taylor, Bob Sanders. Ooh, I forgot about Bob Sanders. Bob Sanders yeah. was a sneaky motherfucker at if that time. If he didn't time. get hurt as much as he did, 
Yeah. We could be talking about him being up there with Ed. Yeah, well, this is uh, the 2000s All-Star secondary. You know what I mean? For corners, they have Charles Woodson, Rondé Barber, uh, Anin Asanwa, Asante Samuel, Champ Bailey, Ty Law, yeah. Antonio Winfield, Darrell Rivas. And then for safeties, Ed Reed, Brian Dawkins, Sean Taylor, Bob Sanders, Troy, Palomalu, John Lynch, Adrian Wilson, and Rodney Harrison. I mean, essentially, any combo is 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 is. Yeah, I I still would fine. go. I still would go with Sean and, and Troy. I mean, if Sean was still alive, he's definitely a uh, Hall of Famer. He may have changed yeah. the game. Uh, like he he's in that that Hall of Fame safeties. Like just the way he played the game was like like even NFL players were saying it, it was a man amongst boys out there. I mean, um, if we do safeties even before officially completing the list, he's definitely in my top five. Oh, 100%. I don't 100%. know where he goes yet because I got to look around first, but probably three. Yeah, I would say three. But he's but that's, top five. Yeah. All right, so we'll do safeties next week. Oh, um, we're going to do that versus... Oh, the verses for tomorrow. Oh, that's okay, right. Yeah. yeah. Sunday football. Let's see what Alright, well I Jesus. Well the Yankees are beating the fucking Royals seven two. So. Well that was almost gonna be a guarantee. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 not like the A's beating the Astros. For some reason they just, they just have their number. They do. It's just And Drudge strikes out. The Rays beat the Guardian, the Indians. Oh, they did? Yeah, 6-4. Let's see. Let's get that update. Blue Jays are up one nothing on the Tigers. And the Red no, it's Sox 1-1. One, one, top fifth now, Tigers and oh, Blue Jays. Oh, okay. Brewers and, uh, one nothing on the Sox. Ready? Interesting. Jays. Cool. Yeah, well, there's only four games in pro. Well, three. The Yankees should walk away. Three and two, yeah. Judge, right now. Everybody else is playing tonight. Well, so, yeah, yeah, good. Mets and Marlins at 610. Orioles, I'm Reds. Yes, no, sorry, go ahead. 640. Marlins, Astros, 710. That should be a good game to watch. Well, they got their ass beat last night. Hopefully they can uh, bounce back and beat Houston tonight. All right, Phillies, Pirates, 715. Athletics versus White Sox, 715. Cardinals, Nationals, 715. Twins, Padres, 715. Diamondbacks and fucking Braves, 720. Rockies. Come on, Arizona. Let's get some help. Rockies, Dodgers, 810. Cubs, Giants, 905. Rangers, Angels, 907. Holy shit. That is a full slate for a fucking Saturday. Yes, it is. And I'm glad the Met game's at 610 instead of 710 because it's over right before those fights start. Yeah. So, yeah, you'll, you'll be right there. You'll catch a prelim right before then. Yep. Word. Who are you taking for tonight in that, that uh, Nunez versus Pena? Um, is this their second time fighting? Yes, Nunez was the champion for a long time, and Pena beat the shit out of her and took okay, the belt. Okay, so Pena, oh, the first time, okay, um, I'll go with Nunez. I'm gonna go with Pena again. I think she's gonna take it to her again, because she knows if she could beat her twice, then it's, it's, now it's like, all right, we're done with this chapter. I don't need to fight her no more. This is my belt. Let's, let's right. start going through these challengers. Yeah. But Nunez, is she? That was the first time she ever got her ass kicked like that. That's why I feel like if that's the case, there's definitely a chip on her shoulder. Mm. I think it'll, it's honestly, I can see it going the distance. 
Well, the funniest thing is, is Nunez is actually the favorite. Is she? Yeah, Pena's the underdog still, uh, you know, betting-wise. Right. Hmm. I'll stick with Nunez. But that should be fun. Yeah, there's Derek Lewis versus this other gentleman. Uh, I've never seen him before. Oh, you said it's UFC 277? Yeah. Uh, Derek Lewis versus Sergey Pavlich. Pavlich is 15 and 1. Derek Lewis is 26 and 9. Okay. I'm excited to see that fight. Is that the Russian dude versus the black guy? Is that yeah. the one you. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I do want to see Brandon Moreno versus Kai Kara France. That looks like it should be an interesting fight. Brandon Moreno is known to be a banger, so. I do want to see that first fight, too. Magnov Ankalev versus Anthony Smith. The young Russian kid, or whatever the fuck he is. Apologies. This guy, Anthony Smith, he looks like he's been in the game for a while, 36 and 16. So, uh, okay, I guess, yeah, Pena was the one in the white. They're both champions, aren't they? Who? Or, or it just shows them both with a belt in this picture, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Hmm. Should be interesting, though. It At is. least the main card. Fights some baseball. Yeah, some fights and some baseball. Cool. Maybe a little sweet. Some good food. Yeah. Oh, you already the got corn that corned beef. beef cooking, you son yeah, of a bitch. It's been cooking since 2.30, so oh, it's almost ready. Dude, that thing is going to fucking cut like butter. I know, and I'm, and I'm ready to cook a little longer to get it super tender. Oh, oh yeah. I'm going to make some broccoli, because I don't have the quote-unquote cabbage and potatoes to go with it. Yeah. I'll make some rice and beans. Mm-hmm. Oh, that dude, dear. That dude, you're setting up the perfect Saturday for sports. Some baseball, some fucking yep. fights, some good eating. Oh, yeah. All right, everybody. We're out of here until 11 o'clock tomorrow with uh, NFL News and... Uh, Come by and enjoy what we're going to do to Kyler Murray. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, get yourself some fantasy tips. Uh, we have some uh, statistics for you. Uh, statistics. St- stats statistics. for you. Stats. Yeah, statistics. Statistics. Yeah, we'll see you guys at 11 tomorrow. Thanks for hanging out with us. I hope you guys enjoy the episode.